So I was fired last week. I've never personally been fired, but the agency certainly has been. The first time was about two years into the life of the agency when a client called me to his office and said our businesses just weren't suited for one another. I cried. A lot. Since then, we've certainly fired clients and we've parted way with other clients because of economics or change of guard or the company's been sold or once because we had a certifiably insane client. That's actually a great story in hindsight, but I've never been personally fired until last week. I do a lot of work with agency owners and it was one of my coaching clients, so there was no one to blame but myself. No team with whom to diagnose what went wrong or to discuss what we would have done differently next time. No exit interview with the client to ask some hard questions and get feedback. It was just him and me and a gigantic blow up. Though I don't typically help my coaching clients with tactical work, we focus our time and resources on strategy, we're in a different world right now and I'm doing everything I can to be helpful in ways that will help them not just survive this time, but thrive. On Sunday night, he texted me to see if I would write an email that would go to his customers about what's happening in this world. He wanted to take a stance, and he knew I could write it better than he could. Of course, I said yes. I wrote it, sent it off, and told him I'd check in first thing Monday morning to make any tweaks and to determine the best time to send it. What happened next was shocking at best and racist at its worst. I'll be back in just a few minutes to tell you what happened and what you can learn from it. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. A few weeks ago, Gina Luttrell and Natalia Flores wrote an article for Spin Sucks about diversity, equality, and inclusion, and I'll link to it in the show notes so you can take a read. While the article focuses mostly on how the corona, as my small child calls it, affects marginalized sectors, including the elderly, adolescents, youth, children, persons with disabilities, indigenous populations, refugees, migrants, and minorities, there is much to be said about how we as marketers and communicators can step up during this time of civil unrest as well. A girlfriend of mine posted a meme on Facebook that said the last six months have been the longest year ever. I was like, heck, it's only been three months. The last three months have been the longest year ever. So much has changed. Your budgets may have been reallocated or maybe you've been furloughed or laid off. Maybe your work's been paused like ours. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe it won't. Your work environment has changed. Instead of an adult coworker, you may have a seven-year-old intern who expects a book to be read to her during snack time. And there are a lot of snack times in one day. Or maybe you have a roommate who works different hours than you do, or perhaps you're all alone in your house with no one to talk to but the dust bunnies. Your focus is probably all over the place. I know mine is. You're finding it hard to mentally understand everything that's going on, and you're supposed to work on top of it. It's a lot. And I'm not just talking about the corona and watching our education and healthcare systems buckle under pressure. I'm talking about how George Floyd was murdered. And through the experience of some of the country coming together to fight against racial inequality and injustice, we quickly learned nothing much has changed since the civil rights movement in 1968. That was 52 years ago, and nothing has changed. We talk about diversity and equality and inclusion, but it's seemingly just all talk 
nothing has changed. Black people are still not treated as equal human beings, all because of the color of their skin. They're murdered for doing things that we take for granted, some even while they sleep soundly in their own homes. It's sickening and it's disheartening. Right after George Floyd's murder, I saw a sign in our neighborhood that said, silence is racism. I thought about that for several days. I was being silent, but I also didn't know what to say. Around the same time, a friend of mine asked me what I was going to say to communicators as the leader of one of the industry's largest brands. I didn't know how to answer him. I'm still not entirely confident in what to say or how to say it. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm nervous. I'm scared. The shops in a two-mile radius around our home are boarded up and will continue to stay that way for a long time. For more than a week, the helicopters and sirens have drowned out the signs of spring. Birds chirping, kids playing, and squirrels doing whatever those vermin do. It's scary, it's a lot to take in, and it's hard to understand. And I fully realize I say that from a place of privilege, but I am learning. I am learning that not being a racist is not the same as being anti-racist. I'm watching and listening and asking really hard questions and working hard to keep an open mind to hear the answers. I've learned what happens when you stand up to racism, how uncomfortable it is, and how it can affect more than just a relationship, but your livelihood too. I am no longer silent. To my friend who asked what I was going to say to the industry, my answer is that we're going to traverse this together. I will get some things right, and some I will get completely wrong. And I have to be okay with that because I can't be silent and I want to be personally anti-racist and lead an organization that is as well. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk about what our role is as marketers and communicators in all of this and how we can swim these waters together. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Back to my story of being fired at the start of this episode. Imagine my surprise when my client called me early Monday morning because he was so angry about the email I had written for him. He berated me, berated me for using phrases such as country under siege and systemic racism. He was furious that I had written an email that made it look like, and I will quote here, he was, quote, pandering to a minority, end quote. 
As he continued to yell at me, my heart sank. In those three minutes of being berated, I learned something about him I had no idea until that moment. He's a racist. When he texted me on a Sunday night asking me to write something for his customers, I very, very wrongly assumed he wanted to show his support to black lives. I was wrong. And I got the messaging completely wrong. And as this realization settled over me, I lost my temper. I forgot my professionalism. My decorum? Out the window. I called him out for his racism and I told him I was devastated. He isn't who I thought he was. I'm getting choked up now even. <laughs> there might have also been some bad words thrown in there for good measure. Not professional and all I could see was red. In the middle of my diatribe, he interrupted me, a huge pet peeve, and fired me. I shot back, you can't fire me, I quit. I'm very mature when I'm angry. He hung up on me, and that was that. I for sure could have handled it with more grace. I said some things I now regret, even though they were true. This is a hard story to tell because I'm in a position to be able to say the things I did and also to be able to be fired by a client. Yeah, it hurts our revenue, and it totally sucks to now be down 80% in revenue since March 22nd. Not that I'm counting, but I have control over who we work with, and I recognize not all of you are in the same position. In the Spin Sucks community, we had a several days long conversation about how we handle messaging and communications around everything that's going on around us. We've talked about how our role as marketers and communicators is to ensure no one is ignored or worse. We must be steadfast in our commitment to diversity, equality, and inclusion. Our initiatives must be deliberate. One community member said, I don't need to know how my toilet paper company is standing up to inequality, but I do want to know the stance of almost every other company I do business with. If you work for a consumer packaged goods company, it's probably less important for the toothpaste brand to make a statement, perhaps more important for the parent company to do so. With another client, we're working through some of this messaging. There are three things I've asked their leadership team to think about as we determine where the company stands. Number one, are we willing to lose customers or detract prospects from hiring us if we take a public stance on social injustices? Number two, what kind of policy do we want to have in place for employee activists? And number three, how will we react if an employee is arrested or a customer leaves because of something they've done or said as it relates to social injustice? These are challenging questions to answer, and I know not everyone will handle it the same way I would want to in my business. But just like we put social media policies in place, it's important to do the same for social injustice and employee activism. Hopefully the answers reflect the values of your organization. If they do not, you had better get there fast. There is a crisis waiting to happen, if you say you stand for diversity, equality, and inclusion, and your website is full of old white men, don't just say it, live it. It sucks to lose a client during these trying times, even though I know we're much better off in the long run without the racist client. I am privileged enough to be able to quit at the same time as being fired. <laughs> not mature, but I could do it. I can also go for a run and not be suspected of doing something bad. I can be pulled over by police and cry my way out of a ticket. And don't think I haven't done that more than once, even when I was driving 100 miles an hour and I fully deserved to be pulled out of my car and thrown against the hood. I can go bird watching and not have the cops called on me. My mom always told my siblings and me to remember who we are and what we stand for. I will not be silent. I stand for diversity, equality, and inclusion. I stand for black lives.
If you'd like to have your voice heard, you don't know what to say or how to say it, and or if you want a safe place to have hard conversations with people who will listen, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you there. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 